Welcome to... It's just David talking about what David thinks. Alright, and we're live once again, coming straight from Toronto. This is Just DQ with another review, and today's review is on the news. Yeah, I'm going to be talking about the news. Why? Uh, well, because I don't know if Canadians get much news, and I figured I would try my best to make this kind of entertaining by talking shit, hopefully highlighting some interesting stories that you might not have heard about in the news, because I know most people just have CP24 running 24-7, because it is 24-7 news, and every once in a while something changes, but most of it is pretty, uh, I don't read it, I don't look at it. I don't know about you guys that are out there in uh, the Canadian atmosphere, but I have not listened or watched the news in quite a while. Um, but I do check in on it sometimes. Now, what I have been going to recently in order to get my news is this website called ground.news. And uh, I'm going to say that they're not really a sponsor, but if you would like to help this channel grow, please uh, throw something at me. Uh, throw change, petty change at my Patreon. Um, that will be linked somewhere um, in order to get me a, uh, a what do you call it? A, a better a better service, a better subscri- an actual subscription to this uh, website, uh, ground.news. And today we're checking out news about Toronto. Will it be considered breaking news? I don't know. I'm not sure how they decide what is breaking news. All things considered, I think breaking news are things that should be really, really important and dire crises, in fact. So let's see. Um, yeah, let's see what news we got here. We got, uh, of course, we got some some athletic stuff. I'm not really interested in that, to be honest. But this part, we have news about um, unions. Hmm. Oh, this looks interesting. Let's see. So there's news about Toronto awaits drug decriminalization decision after seven months. Let's read this short blurb. Toronto has asked Health Canada for an exemption under the Control of Drugs and Substances Act. A granted exemption would decriminalize drug possession for personal use in the city. Interesting. The city and advocates agree that decriminalization alone is insufficient to address the opioid crisis. Now, Health Canada says the application is being examined on a case-by-case basis. In short, they're making a decision, but they're still not, uh, I guess, positive on, on if this is enough to, uh, I guess, be a solution for the opioid crisis. crisis. Man, the news really makes my tongue twist. Uh, so let's open up one of these so what's cool about this website is that it basically judges the point of view of each source and it also provides uh who is um funding this source and i think this is great for news uh if you're canada or beyond because it gives you a perspective on how this news story is being framed but in any case i'm just going to go to cbc news cbc news and let's see wagwan with the wagwan with the CBC News. Hmm. Okay. Blah, blah, blah. We've seen that already. And what is next? Hmm. Okay. So, yeah, the thing, I see no urgency with 
Okay, so Toronto laid out a decriminalization model in its application that envisions expanded access to social supports, including housing, as well as expanded safer supply programs to provide pharmaceutical-grade opioid alternatives to the street supply. Mm. Interesting. So basically, they replace the crappy drugs with the better drugs for people that are already addicted. Hmm, that could work. Except they might just like that better, wouldn't they? Uh, now let's see what happens else. Hmm. If granted, the exemption would decriminalize drug possession for personal use in Toronto. But what drugs and how much are still open? Questions with advocates calling on the federal government to avoid what they call missteps made with British Columbia's exemption. Hmm. Ottawa was widely criticized by harm reduction advocates after it set the threshold of personal possession at 2.5 grams under BC's exemption, almost half of what the province had requested. The federal government said the decision was made based on police input. Okay, okay, okay. Well, in any case, I think any move towards getting rid of black market crappy drugs is a good thing regardless. Uh, I've actually lost a friend to a drug overdose. So I can definitely see how uh, at least providing safe alternatives instead of these uh, basically cartel and, you know, triad run uh, businesses that isn't to say that I don't have friends that do, uh, that do basically, you know, they, they work in the black market. I really would advocate more so for clean drugs uh, rather than none because regardless of the decision by Toronto or Ottawa or whoever I think as adults we really know you're gonna you're gonna get it if you really want it and uh, this at least pr puts a a safer uh, I, I hope that would be the case uh, environment for people to use and hopefully, at least if they're alive, they can make hopefully a better decision tomorrow or how they can, you know, uh, avoid the next setback, I suppose. Um, now, let's see what else is going on and in the news. Um, interesting. On that same note of, of drug use, look at this. Three U.S. postal workers were pleading guilty in scheme to deliver drugs through mail. Hmm. Not surprised there, but, I mean, nice try. I mean, why not? Uh, let's see what else is going on. Of course, cannabis. Um, woman. We're going to see the shrinking. What type of story is this one? Women are too tired and time-strapped for board games due to shrinking leisure time. I'm sure there's a bunch of other crap that uh, people are also shrinking as well, uh, not only to being too time-strapped. <laughs> I wonder if they should do a study on if the sex has decreased or increased among couples and single people. It's like determined, has, has more work, less pay, or her let her mediocre wages and more expensive crap made you more uh, more angst for sex.
or has it gone down? Yeah, maybe, maybe make a story about that one. Figure out that. Hmm. Oh, yeah. On the same topic of legalization and decriminalization, the RCMP apologizes after seizing plants from a legal grower during a raid. Hmm. That sucks. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Wokeness in the workplace. Oh, this is hilarious. Mm. What are the risks of swimming? I don't even know, but let's see what is going on in the workplace. Uh, so let's see the headline. Jamil Giovanni, corporate Canada should take UK tribunal decisions on wokeness in the workplace as a warning. Dun, dun, dun. A new employment tribunal decision in the United Kingdom has pushed a corporation for wokeness in the workplace. Hopefully, this act of justice starts a wave of accountability in Canada too. I can't tell what the take is based on the synopsis uh, or like the snapshot or the, the little abstract on the story because it seems like is this something that the writer Jamil Giovanni is advocating for or criticizing? Well, let's find out. Uh, so how many sources do we have? Only one. According to this, it's high factuality, but it leans to the right. Now, let's see. It's also owned by a private owner and Alliance. Let's jump into the post. Uh, so, let's see. Yeah. Now, let's read this abstract again. Sky has been ordered to pay one of its employees 14, uh, this is 14,000 pounds after one of its inclusion advocates told her she should consider herself oppressed because of her skin color. Whoa, I think this is happening to me. <laughs> Will that work? But but she was also colored. So I don't know if we were just being woke together and we just woke up and this lady woke up to 14,000 pounds because someone told her she should consider herself oppressed that's hilarious i wish that would that would work out in canada because then any anyone talking about wokeness uh can help hopefully you know settle some of some my credit card bills asap all right so a new employment tribunal decision in the united kingdom has punished a corporation for wokeness in the workplace hopefully Hopefully, this act of justice starts in a wave of accountability in Canada, too. Mm -hmm. So this subsidiary of the telecom corporation Comcast Sky has been ordered to pay one of its employees 14000 Mm. So the remark from before equated the color of the person's skin with her having been oppressed and that the claimant would have felt the oppression which had not been the claimant's view or experience. We consider this, that the claim of direct discrimination on the ground of the protected characteristic of race. Well, you know, it kind of makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. Um, I don't think she was trying to be mean about it, though. <laughs> Maybe she was. 
I, I'm not sure. The decision affirms a pretty basic right. Employees should not be forced to play the role of victim in the service of their employer's workplace morality play. Most human beings, regardless of what they look like, do not show up to work wanting to be told they're lesser than their colleagues. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Damn, what a comment. Oh, she was doing a presentation. Uh, about racism and the emergence of Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, that fucked up with her head. So the person that heard this was Jane Bradbury. She's an engineer. Now, Jane Bradbury, after this incident, so I'm, I'm assuming someone of color or not, not sure, uh, made this presentation about racism following the murder of George Floyd. And then Bradbury took some days off because she became self-conscious about her skin color and had concerns over whether she was being treated differently because of her race. Now, Bradbury was of Latino heritage, adopted by white parents. And she said she was offended in an email to her manager. I have never felt oppressed in my life, and I think it is wrong for this person to assume because of the color of my skin I have without even knowing anything of my background, ethnicity, or upbringing. Wow. This person obviously was not her friend or took time to get to know her. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, victimhood. Victimhood. Have you, have you felt victimhood in your workplace before? Has someone had to tell you that you are less than in a backhandedly polite way because they are now woke um yeah that's an interesting comment and take so i don't know i guess there's definitely a limit to what can be said uh, about someone and i guess it's best to get to know them rather than to assume things and that's what had gone on in this workplace and girl got 14k booyakasha someone Please tell me that I'm oppressed because I could use 14,000 pounds in my pocket. Come on. Okay. Uh, so let's see what's up, what's up, what's up next uh, going on in the local news. Again, that was not, again, local news, but someone was just writing an op-ed um, in, I guess, reply to something that is also happening in the UK, which some would consider like a, a, a mother, the mother country, father country of canada so again the subscription to ground news is ten dollars a year patroners or if you all want to be a patroner please donate join and help me uh subscribe to some better or more news we can do more news oh my god who wants to listen to the news the canadian news um let's keep going let's see what else is next uh so teen heat warning is still in effect of course it's hot my balls be sweating like crazy out there so definitely be aware of the heat and this one the WNBA star is given nine years behind russian bars um and she has to pay between 10 and 20,000 US dollars to get free. Uh, this is a crazy story. Um, 
and I only heard about it recently. But let's go take a look and jump into that news because I think that is really relevant for anyone that is, I guess, aware of of travel, right? How small, big, but how unique the world can be all at the same time. It's crazy. Um, so this WNBA star was given nine years. Um, now the country, uh, Russia, has long enforced strict uh, drug laws and has a well-deserved reputation for zero-tolerance jurisdiction. But I feel like they underplay the fact that this came during a time when, oh, maybe they didn't, when when the, the war is going on. Uh, now, there's also word that this severe punishment and timely punishment is also being used as a um, moment to prison swap. And in this prison swap, uh, the U.S. would get back a WNBA uh, basically a basketball star. Um, and who do uh, who will the Russians get? Uh, Marine Paul Whelan, former Marine. Hmm. Oh, no, her and uh, Griner would get. Hmm, who would they get? The foreign. Hmm. Negotiations. Oh, so the Russians would get Victor Victor Bout, dubbed the Merchant of Death. Russia has been seeking this man's release for years. He's serving twenty five years in prison in Illinois for conspiring to sell weapons to the Revolutionary Armed Forces of Colombia. Hmm. Damn. So because of her simple drug possession. She is now being used as a bargaining chip. So she was in, definitely guilty. Um, however, this is a very interesting moment because suddenly there are there are very much visible borders that are being challenged. And now regular citizens or people that are very much, you know, separated alienated and abstracted from a political or even a global issue are being employed as pawns and that's a scary thing to think about if you are anybody because suddenly this person that was probably just trying to play basketball in x y or z is suddenly trapped in this quagmire and her own life is in the the hands of of crazy people of people that uh obviously do not care about our safety oh and looks like we've hit our reading limit as a free user which means if you are again interested in supporting this show and supporting its work and sharing the news to canadians across canada not just in toronto so there's a reason why i'm not wearing the hat today i lie it's because i lost it and um I miss it right now. But hopefully it'll soon return um, like the news will. In any case, uh, have a great rest of um, of your day in Canada, wherever you are. Stay safe and uh, you know, 
take care of yourself and take care of your neighbors. This is uh, this is Just DQ talking to the world and you. Peace out. It's just David talking about what David thinks.